This is an Eye on Annapolis special update. All right, joining us on the phone today is a certified psychopath because this guy is going to paddle from Maryland down to Virginia. We've got Chris Hopkinson. How are you today? Good, John. How are you? Good. Um, I don't mean to call you a psychopath, but boy, that is just crazy. You are you're paddling the Chesapeake Bay in September to benefit the Oyster Recovery Partnership, and it's a 240-mile paddle? Yeah, so, and I, I'm sure there are several people, including family members, who agree with your diagnosis. Uh, <laughs> but y- yes, I'm going to stand up paddleboard from Habit of Grace all the way down to Virginia Beach. So it's roughly 240 miles. It'll be about nine days. So I'll start on September 18th, finish on September 26th. And I'm hoping to be able to do 30 miles a day, as, as folks know around here. Uh, the wind and the weather can change instantly. So, you know, depending on the, on the conditions, I think I can get through about 30 miles a day, which will take, you know, roughly seven or so hours of paddling. Okay. I'm going to go right back to my start there, man. That, that is crazy. That, it that... does. It is. <laughs> it does feel crazy. It sounds crazier every time I say it, but that's what, that's what I've committed to. And it's, it's an important cause for me. So, so I'm excited to do it. Well, how, how long, how long have you been paddling for? I know paddling has been a fairly new here on the East coast. I mean, 10 years ago, you never saw a stand up paddleboard. Now you can't, you know, I, I can probably walk on water one paddleboards by the time I, you know, with enough, enough of them that are out there. Right. Well, that might be more of the crazy part. So I, I started about six years ago, but honestly, up until I started to really commit to to this goal and adventure, I, I mean, I'm a novice paddleboarder, so by no means am I any kind of professional or semi-professional or expert. I was like most of the folks that, that you saw in and around the Annapolis area, just kind of recreationally going out for three or four miles at a time. I often had you know, my kids who were younger at the time on the front of the board with me. So it was really just an excuse in a way for, for me to get out on the water. I, I didn't have any big a- ambitions or goals um, until really I, I learned about oysters. And then, I, and then I kind of decided, well, it would be really cool if more people knew about how important oysters are to the bay. And I bet if someone was crazy enough to paddle it, people would be like, oh, that's that's definitely crazy. Why is this guy doing this? And so I started really actually training probably last summer. I signed up for a 31-mile paddle race in Tennessee called the Chattajack and did that. And so a lot of my training as part of that was, you know, up and down the bay, right? I live off the Magathy or near the Magathy, and I'd paddle up to the Patapsco or paddle down to the Severn and back. And so I'd already we'd already sort of planned the bay paddle by then. We had announced it, but I was definitely getting a good feel for what it's going to take physically and i guess maybe a little bit mentally to to kind of do 30 miles a day for nine days well it definitely has to and, and you briefly mentioned uh, you know setting a goal and i know that you're fundraising for the oyster recovery partnership which does such wonderful uh, things for the bay and actually for oysters and keeping the bay clean i know i was out with when they were planting some spat about a year about two years ago i guess and it was just absolutely fascinating to watch you know what it did and and they obviously can demonstrate exactly how effective they are at cleaning the bay but you're looking to raise a total of two hundred thousand dollars on this journey and i know um oyster and i know flying dog brewery jumped uh you know right on this as well because i know they've worked with the oyster recovery partnership as well and people can get more information and donate and everything else at baypaddle.org right 
Yes, you can go to baypaddle.org and donate uh, $10. A $10 donation puts a 1,000 oyster spat back in the bay. So um, that's a huge return on a $10 donation. Um, what, what struck me, which I didn't know before working with Oyster Recovery, was that a single oyster filters 50 gallons of water per day. And the bay's oyster population is down 99%. So there used to be enough oysters in the bay that they could filter the entire bay in less than a week. Now, obviously, that's impossible. Um, and so to me, you know, really the, the best thing that we can do to save the bay is put oysters back in. I, I honestly, in terms of paddling the bay, uh, it's not really a, like a big, you know, goal of mine. I am more, much more interested in saving it. And um, I think oysters can do that. And so the more folks that donate, um, the more folks that sponsor, you mentioned Flying Dog is now a big sponsor, Salt Life is a sponsor, Riparius Construction, a bunch of companies, Ches- Chesapeake Corporate Advisors just came on board, have now jumped in to support uh, the paddle. And all their donations go to putting oysters back in the bay as well. So the real goal is is to really help folks like Oyster Recovery, who are really kind of the, the boots in the water, so to speak, do their job, which is to put oysters back in the bay. Now, have you always been a um, an environmentalist at heart, or is this something fairly new? Or I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I drive Prius, so I guess maybe okay. in that regard. I mean, I, you know, it's a tough question, right? Like, aren't we? Shouldn't we all be environmentalists? I sort of think. Like, I mean, it's uh, well, polluting. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was I was gonna say we we absolutely should, and I mean, there's so many wonderful environmental organizations around here that that do that. We live in an area that is so sensitive to you know, the ecology and everything else that we've got going. But I've got to admit, I mean, you know, until recycling got convenient, I never did it. And I mean, you know, growing up, certainly, I mean, you know, I I would never think, you know, carbon footprint, I mean, it wasn't a word when I was growing up, but it was just something that would just never cross my mind. And I know there are some people that have, you know, always been really in tune to that. And I just didn't know whether that was something, because I mean, this just seems like such a huge undertaking that it almost seems uh, that it almost was inbred with you to, to do this. Um, maybe I certainly sometimes feel like this is a, this is a mission greater than mine, right? Greater than me, I guess, sort of a mission from God to steal the blues brothers, uh, uh, tagline a little bit. Um, but I, you know, I think especially around here to your point, um, we, everybody loves the Bay. Everybody wants the Bay to be healthy. Um, save the Bay has been a good tagline for a long time. I just don't think most people know what that means or what they can do. And I, I was certainly one of them. So it's not like, any of us are, you know, dumping our trash or chemicals into the bay from an individual standpoint. Um, so when people say save the bay, I think we all kind of feel like, yeah, of course I want to save the bay. But what, what do I do? Right. Like, how do I how do I save the bay? And and to me, like the oyster story sort of fit that answer. Oh, OK, well, uh, oysters naturally clean the bay. They do a phenomenal job of it. If we had more oysters in the bay, they could probably clean it without any help from us. And oyster recovery's job and, and their mission is to put more oysters in the bay. Uh, and that's a really difficult job because the population is down so much. And it's very much a cyclical thing, right? Less oysters, the water's less clean. When the water's less clean, the oysters can't do well. And neither can the crabs, or the fish, or the grasses, or anything else. And so I, I just really believe in this idea that, okay, I get it. A single oyster, 50 gallons, we need more oysters. Everybody should be aware of that. That's something we can do. Whether that's like an environmental thing or I'm an environmentalist, 
I don't really know. I just, I just really care about the Bay. I, I love living around here. We're all so, you know, when you think about how much the Bay, I think it's bigger than any other area of the country and maybe in, in, of the world, right? Like the Bay is a part of our, our economy, hugely. Sure. It's a part of our military in a big way. The biggest naval base in the world is in Norfolk off the Chesapeake Bay, right? It's a part of our lifestyle. It's a part of our you know, sailing and boating and fishing, everything. Like there's very few natural areas that do so much for us as the Bay does. Um, and I think it's really important. I certainly would regret if I had to tell my kids or the grandkids or whatever it might be down the road, like, hey, sorry, we screwed it all up and now you can't use it. Because even today, there's days, you know, after it rains, don't go in the water for 48 hours because you might get bacteria. And if you have an open wound, be careful. Like, that all seems just senseless to me, um, and I just feel like the, the oysters are are something that we can all get behind. And, and paddling seemed like a, a really crazy idea, to your point, that would people would say that guy's crazy, but we support the same goal that he has, which is we want a healthy bay. The world needs a couple more crazy people. <laughs> Maybe I don't, so. I don't, I don't, don't think there's, you know, and and you know, from a purely selfish point of view, I mean, when I go swimming in the bay or when I go out on a boat, I would much rather go through a clear, clean bay than one that looks like brown muck, which it it has for thing. And we and we have not done a good job of being good stewards with the bay. I mean, you can look at the report cards that the various organizations put out, and we do have an awful lot of work to do, and it's certainly laudable that what you're doing here. Um, one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is that you said that this was sort of uh, predicated on your daughter's science fair project. How did that all come about? Yeah, so I saw, so again, hearing about and, what and by, by the by the way, yeah. my condolences for those science fair projects. I'm way, way beyond that. But boy, those things are brutal. Well, it's the math that kills us, but science we can handle, um, <laughs> especially especially right now with everybody, you know, remote learning. So, I, you know, again, hearing about oysters and learning about what they did was that was just amazing for me to learn about how much an oyster filters. Um, so I saw a video online that oyster recovery did, and we put it on the baypaddle.org website uh, where they had some oysters in a fish tank and, you know, they, they time elapsed it. And over the course of a couple of hours, the oysters cleaned out the tank. So I thought, well, you know, my daughter had a sixth grade science project. Why don't we do that? So we took a 20 gallon tank, we filled it with the murkiest, you know, deep creek water, which is off the Magatee that we right. could find. We bought some oysters, a dozen oysters from the Annapolis Seafood Market. And, like, the water was so muddy, you could barely see that there were oysters in the tank. Like, it was that dark. And sure enough, within three to four hours, I mean, you could see your hand on the outside clear across the tank. I wouldn't say it was, like, tap water, but... It was transparent, clear, clean water. And you could see the oysters doing their job, kind of opening up the shells, closing their shells. And so that was really kind of eye-opening to be like, wow, like these dozen oysters cleaned a 20-gallon tank in like three hours, right? Like multiply that times 19 trillion gallons of water in the bay. You, you can imagine what the bay would look like if we had enough oysters in it. Yeah, wow. That's uh, and and I, I remember seeing that video a couple of years ago. That it was uh, it was impressive. They had the two tank was the one with the two tanks side by side. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it was just uh, it it was unbelievable. Well, I'll tell you is 
as you're doing this, and again, this is a, you know, a multi-day thing. And now you're, I'm assuming you're not sleeping on your board because that would be even more psycho than just doing the board. I mean, you're going to be pulling into hotels or campsites or something like that on the way down, right? Yes, 100%. I'm looking for a bed, a comfortable bed and like a free cookie when I wake up. I definitely am not going to be slugging around the tent and sleeping in a bag, um, you know, hoping for the best. Uh, so, yes, I'll be I'll be trying to catch some Z's in a comfortable area. And do you guys have any plans to have any other people join you on parts of your journey or anything like that? I mean, is this, I know I talked to somebody that did a uh, – a jet ski around the Delmarva Peninsula one time. And, <laughs> uh, and he, I think he started up at Habit of Grace as well, went down around and, you know, came up the Atlantic and then through the, um, you know, the Chesapeake Bay or the Delaware Bay and then through the Chesapeake and uh, Delaware Canal. He had people that, you know, would pick him up from Ocean City to Rehoboth and just ride with him for those 10 miles or so like that. Do you, are there others going to be joining you on your journey or is it just going to be just you and the bay? Uh, no, there'll definitely be folks out there. So there's some there's some folks in the paddle community from Baltimore all the way down to Virginia Beach have kind of volunteered to say, hey, look, I'm going to do this leg with you. And we have each leg kind of mapped out on the Bay Paddle website. So folks will definitely be joining me for, you know, a 30-mile leg. And then as it gets closer, you know, anybody who wants to come out, if they live in Havre Grace or Baltimore or Annapolis or Chesapeake Beach, and they just want to be a part of it for two or three miles, that's awesome. If you want to come out because that's what you can do and you just want to be a part of the community and a part of the event and you want to go five miles, that's easy enough. The bay's open water, so so folks are, are welcome to do that. And what are you doing for your safety? Um Planning that now, so boat support for sure, um, probably two boats per 10 miles is, I think, the plan. You know, one will have kind of nutrition and aid, and, and the other one will be, like, it's time to get off the water. So, yeah, definitely have some some boat support. And we're going to reach out, reach out to, especially as we get a little bit further south of Annapolis, to kind of some of the local marinas and just get folks who, who are willing to provide boat support. You know, each day is about 30 miles, but I figured if, if you know, a couple of boats take 10 miles, that's, you know, probably a two and a half hour day for them. That's that's enough uh, without wearing folks out. True. Well, it, it is 2020. Do you have any, any plans for like great white sharks and, uh, <laughs> you know, with the, way, with the way the year's going or maybe some or, or, yeah, or, or or killer whales or, you know. Yeah, well, I guess anything's possible. Um, I'm hoping not to see any of those things. Um, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. I know I know that there are sharks, I think, further south as you get closer to, you know, the beach and everything else. Right. Um, I don't think they're going to be messing with me, yeah. but um, we'll see. Maybe I'll carry like a shotgun towards the, the latter stage. Now, and you said people out there can follow along. Are you going to have a tracking thing on the website to be able to track? You're going to be wearing a... Uh like an ankle bracelet or something. Yeah. You know? an ankle bracelet like prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be like an electric fence. I'll get zapped if I get too, <laughs> too far away from the shoreline. Um, yes, I'll have some kind of GPS tracking and, and I'll be trackable on, on the internet. And my, my wife seems to track me everywhere I go. So if folks want to know, they can just call her too. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> no, 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 exactly what you mean there. Part of my plan is to make this an annual event, not not paddling the bay, um, but make the bay paddle kind of an annual race, uh, maybe longer distance. Maybe it's Baltimore to Annapolis, which would be about 30 miles for paddlers or outriggers or ocean kayaks or kayaks um, and turn it into something that's really celebrating the bay and, again, raising more money for, for oyster recovery. So I'll start working on that probably after after we get this. 240 miles done. 
That'd be fantastic. Well, I'll tell you, it is a, again, more information, baypaddle.org. And I mean, it does take a village to do this. I mean, obviously we talked about Flying Dog Brewery who signed on there with the Oyster Recovery Partnership, but I know uh, I'm just looking at all the people that have jumped on. I mean, you've got Chesapeake Bay Magazine, Capital, SUP, Feldman Communications, I know Ray, uh, Mariner Marketing, Bim and Company, Stand, uh, Starboard SUP, Paddle Monster GoPro, Salt Life, YSI, and Popovich Financial Group, Reparious Construction. I mean, it's uh, people are behind this. This is a this is a great effort that you're putting together here. I mean, I can't. Um, you know, it's it's, it's going to be pretty fantastic. I saw GoPro. Are you gonna you're going to be live streaming the the paddle? I do. I just, that, they sent me a couple of GoPros, and I'm I'm learning how to use them. So I'll definitely have one on me. Um, and there's actually uh, a documentary filmmaker who's been following me around. She reached out um, as this just got started. So there'll be a film crew actually follow me during the paddle as well oh nice who was that her name is katie sheridan she does some stuff for nat geo very cool yeah very cool well i'll tell you chris this is a a fantastic undertaking i think you can't ask for a better organization to work for i don't think you can ask for a better cause to strive to do uh kudos to your daughter and her sixth grade science fair project that (laughs) turns you on to this and um, I, you know, I certainly wish you the best of luck. This gets underway September 18th up in Haver de Grace at the Concord Point Lighthouse. That's correct. And uh, in third, if you're looking at like roughly 30 mile leaps, you're going to get into uh, Pasadena. That seems a lot longer than that, but um, in actually, day. day one is 40. Okay. So, yeah, Haver de Grace to Fort Smallwood is about 40 miles. Okay, so you're going from Haver de Grace to Fort Smallwood. Fort Smallwood to Annapolis City Dock, from Annapolis City Dock down to Chesapeake Beach, Chesapeake to Cove Point, Cove Point to um, Point Lookout, Point Lookout to Hewlett Point. Now you're getting into the areas that I don't really know when you get way down south in the, uh, and then to Newport Comfort, and finally um, the Cape Henry Lighthouse down in Virginia Beach. And you got a 15 mile last day, I guess. That's a, get, get to slack off, I guess, for the last day. But wow. That's it's 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 going to be something that you're going to remember, I guess, obviously forever, and uh, it's quite an accomplishment. And I think, uh, to be well, honest thank with you. you. I'm sure I'll remember it for a long time. I'll probably be recovering from it for a long time as well. So the the pain may last longer than the actual paddle. We'll we'll see how that goes. Fantastic. Well, I know that. Uh, do you know Justin Burke by chance? He, I know who he is. Okay. Yeah. Um, he does the uh, cross Maryland uh, trek, and it's a combination of biking and uh, hiking across Maryland. He goes from way western Maryland down to Ocean City every year, and he raises raises money. And um, he says it's the best thing in the world when his kids are in Ocean City, and he gets to put his feet in the ocean there with his kids there. He said, you know, when when you finish an effort like this, it's just the biggest rush, and it's just absolutely incredible because it is. Uh, I mean, I imagine this is like running a uh, Ironman triathlon or uh, or something along those lines. That it's just you don't you don't think you can do it. I mean, I you know on paper this looks like there's no way in no way in heck anybody <laughs> can do this. Um, once again, everybody, baypaddle.org. Go take a look at that. Ten dollars does an awful lot of good for our bay, uh, so it doesn't need to be a huge donation huge donations are obviously welcome and accepted but um you know if you've got a company and you want to get in the board on sponsoring this that's an opportunity there as well but i think that this is uh ten dollars for a cleaner bay i think it's a an investment that everybody should make uh in the bay in the oyster recovery partnership and certainly in chris hopkinson who's going to be standing on a 14 foot paddle board for 
eight days, eight days, nine days, nine days, nine days, 30 miles a day. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go back to when we started and just say you're crazy. I like that kind of crazy. I think so. so. Oh, I appreciate it. And I, I agree on the craziness. And, and as you mentioned before, that's kind of what it takes. So I'm excited. I do think it'll be something that, you know, hopefully will benefit the Bay. I, and I do think it'll be something that'll benefit me once it's all said and done. I'm sure the, the journey of doing all this and, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful I'll be able to finish it. Um, either way, I hope people get behind Oyster Recovery and the things that they're doing. Fantastic, Chris. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time today. And man, best of luck with this. I can't wait to follow it and see what it is. And uh, we definitely want to follow up with you as you get a little bit closer to the uh, to the event that gets underway again September 18th. Certainly when you're done on September 26th. Everybody, baypaddle.org. This is Chris Hopkinson, the latest psycho to grace the waters of the Chesapeake <laughs> Bay, I guess. I mean, <laughs> what else are we going to say? Chris, thank you very much. Thanks, John. This has been an update from Eye on Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Twitter at ionanapolis. And be sure to subscribe to our daily news brief podcast, which is delivered every Monday through Friday to your phone or device at 7 a.m.